then i made a comment bhagwan we thought of birthday celebrations they are over they are over now i feel they are over before they began so fast then swami said life is a celebration life is full of festivity and gaiety in your case also not only in my case in your case also life can be full full of fun humor frolic and celebration no swami sorry i am sorry my life is not full of celebration no monday may be of celebration tuesday may be of silence and wednesday may be of sadness life is not continuous celebration in our case whereas in your case it is full of joy full of bliss full of celebration in our case it is not so then swami said my life is my message and i want you to follow the master follow me swami it's all right why are we not able to follow you you said that you should that we should follow you agreed you also said that your life is your message agreed but why are we not able to do it i want to know and swami said selfishness your selfishness is responsible for making your life so heavy so serious burdensome and tragic when once you give up your selfishness in the full of festivity full of dance full of music and ecstasy that's what bhagwan had said bhagwan all right shall i learn how to celebrate my life shall i learn from now on how to make my life a celebration bhagwan said it cannot be learned anything that is learned will be forgotten anything that is learned will also vanish anything that is learned will undergo changes repeatedly but you have to discover for yourself discover discovery rather self discovery self discovery the art of self discovery will help you to make your life a celebration you it cannot be learned it cannot be studied you have to discover yourself you are self-consciousness. That's what Bhagavan has said. Very good. Instead of learning, instead of reading, instead of doing, let us try to, let us try to discover our true self, which is the best way towards liberation or celebration of the life in general. next 
भगवान वी हियर ए वर्ड राजकीयमु राजकीयमु आर ए जे के डबल राजकीयमु मीनिंग पॉलिटिक्स स्वामी वी वॉन्ट टू नो युअर व्यूज अबउट राजकीयमु आर ए जे ए के डबल वैएमयू स्वामी सैड पॉलिटिक्स डोंट से इट इज राजू के वैवैएमयू कय्यमु मीन्स फैट सो पॉलिटिक्स इज नथिंग बट फैट सो इट नाट राजू बट इट इज राजू डोंट स्पीक अबउट इट देन ई सैड स्वामी हाउ टू मेक पॉलिटिक्स प्योर इफ पॉलिटिक्स आर पोल्यूटेड इफ पॉलिटिक्स आर इम्प्योर हाउ कैन यू मेक डेमोक्रेसी आइडियल हाउ टू मेक अवर पॉलिटिक्स प्योर एंड क्लीन हाउ टू डू दैट दर इज नो पॉइंट ऑफ पॉइंट इन चेलिंग पॉलिटिक्स आर इम्प्योर पॉलिटिक्स आर डर्टी पॉलिटिक्स आर नो 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 आई वॉन्ट टू मेक इट प्योर there should have been a way to have clean politics pure politics what is it swami bhagwan said two points here one is nijayati n i j a nijayati y a t h i nijayati meaning integrity individuality this is necessary the second is neeti morality nijayati individuality neeti morality these two will give you clean pure politics swami small doubt what is it i think neeti and nijayati are one would you please tell me difference between the two Swami explained clearly. Nijayati, nijayati, integrity is purely individualistic, whereas neeti morality is of the community. It is social obligation. It is social commitment. Morality is social, while individuality or integrity is individual. with the individual integrity need nijayati and the social ethical morality neeti the politics can be purified that is rajaneeti rajaneeti the politics of purity the politics that are unpolluted that are clean that's what bhagwan said then I have put a question, Swami. In Mahabharat, Mahabharat, towards the end, that grand old man, Bhishma Charya, taught to the king Dharmaraja the principles of politics. What sort of politics did he teach? Politics pure or impure? Is it Raja Kiyamu? Araja Kayamu. What did he teach? Swami said, 
इट इज नॉट राजकीय पॉलिटिक्स इट इज राजनीति राजधर्म द कोड ऑफ एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन द आइडियल नॉर्म्स ऑफ एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन पोलिटिकल एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन पोलिटिकल साइंस दैट वॉट इज थॉट थॉट टू धर्मजा नॉट वन ऑफ कॉन्फ्लिक्ट आर फाइट दैट फॉर भगवान इन द मीन टाइम अनदर जेंटलमैन हैज पुट ए क्वेश्चन स्वामी देर आर टू वर्ड्स ब्रह्मा एंड पाराब्रह्मा पी ए आर ए ब्रह्मा एंड पाराब्रह्मा वॉट इज द डिफरेंस बिटवीन द टू भगवान सेट ब्रह्मा इज चेंजलेस दट डज नॉट मूव दट इज एक्सिस्टेंस वेर एस पाराब्रह्मा is the one that moves is the one that continues to show a kind of movement mobility so brahman is superior to parabrahman brahman is deeper stable blemishless spotless crystal clear existence is brahman Whereas Parabrahman is that which undergoes transformation, is that which is in motion or movement. That's how we explain the difference between Brahma and Parabrahma. The next question, Bhagwan, in your recent discourse, you made a mention of Satyam, Rutam, Mahat. i didn't catch the idea though i translated and yet to know the depth of what you wanted to convey now this is little bit we are free would you please explain some more about that analogy or example swami the merciful god the compassionate god started explaining once again this idea what he said at the time of birthday this relates to one upanishad called taittiriya upanishad taittiriya upanishad there is an illustration which swami elaborated on the birthday in his message what is it the whole thing is a concept it is a simile it is an example of a bird a bird a bird has the body two wings the neck and the tail this is the example mentioned in taittiriya upanishad now what is it the body is called mahat mahat m a h a t h mahat m a h a t h mahat mahat is the body the two wings are satyam and rutam one on the left side is satyam one on the right side is rutam 
द नेक ई श्रद्धा और सिंसेरिटी और सेक्सनेस द टेल इज योगा और स्पिरिचुअल डिसिप्लिन देर फोर द होल स्पिरिचुअल कॉन्सेप्ट इज एक्सप्लेन विथ रेफरेंस टू द बॉडी ऑफ ए बर्ड स्वामी योगा स्पिरिचुअल डिसिप्लिन श्रद्धा सिंसेरिटी I think one is enough for liberation. Are there the four parts of the body? He said, these are different parts of the same bird, which is one. Parts are four, but the bird is one. Similarly, whether it is yoga, the tail, or the wings, satya and rutam, or the neck, Shraddha, they all belong to same body. They all lead to same Brahman, the divine. So Brahman is one, and these are the different parts. In such a simple word, words Bhagwan explained. Then subject shifted to another area. Swami, we say. So and so is lucky. So and so is unlucky. So and so is lucky and unlucky. <laughs> Both of us are here. Some are fortunate. Some are unfortunate. Would you please explain this? Bhagwan has taken the Sanskrit word here. Adrista. Adrista. A. D R U S H T A Adrista Adrista The English translation to Adrustam is fortune or luck. If I say you have Adrusta meaning you are lucky, you are fortunate. That's what English translation is. Bhagwan just made a and in their significance he has gone deeper into the meaning of this word adrustam adrustam a d r u s h t a m adrustam bhagwan explained this this way nobody will go into the detail is only swami he explained this drustam d r u s h t a m drishtam that which is seen adrishtam that which cannot be seen so how do you say adrishtam means luck how do you say adrishtam is fortune because the very word tells you it is not seen so that which is not seen is adrushtam swami we always identify adrushtam with fortune does misfortune also belong to that then bhagwan said yes why not since it is not seen fortune and misfortune luck good luck and bad luck all these are not seen 
So, Adhrishtam does not necessarily mean only positive, as we generally refer to. In the general connotation, I may give positive meaning, but the etymology, the root meaning of the word, Adhrishtam means that which is not seen. It may be good or bad. It is a very good explanation.